Hello, welcome to Conversations with Yemi and Bimbo David. Hmm. It was who? Okay, that's good. Okay, is is actually uh, humble today because I have a bone to pick with him, and uh, hmm. that's one of the things we've talked about today. Um, we're talking about couples, you know, married married couples. Yes, that start out loving each other. And then after a while, you know, they get into not just fights or not just conflicts, but the kind of conflicts whereby one of them is, you know, using okay, very bad language, curse words, abusing each other, up to the point of even, you know, taking out there to social media, you know, things like that. So that's what I'm going to talk about. Today. Okay. So. Crisis. Just like what you did to me the other day. Okay, okay. <laughs> I didn't do anything to you. You did something to me in church. You said something, and I didn't like it. Okay, that, but that's on Christ-like. On what? On Christ-like, because on... I apologized to you. <laughs> so... And then you are still talking about what I did. Not that it I apologized to you. That means you didn't accept the apology. And that's me. what causes problems at times in... Some marriages, not this one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I apologize to you, mm-hmm. okay, and and I meant it. You know, but uh, why did you say it in the first place? Which I don't know. I, <laughs> I said it. I, I I don't know where it came from. You know, okay. Let me see why I said it. Mm? Okay. When when I met you, I remember that. Be careful what you say. <laughs> Be careful. Oh yeah, custody. You like corn. Uh-huh. Corn. Okay. It's very the hard one. Uh-huh. And me, I didn't like the hard one because when I eat it, uh, this part of the head, they call it pari in Yoruba. I don't know. What do you call it in English? I don't know. Your veins. Your, your head will be paining your you. Your temple. Ah, pari, you know, mm-hmm. will be paining you. And then, but me, I like the soft one. So I, I've, I've been wondering over the years why, like, why you like the hard one. It's one what I day, like now. One day, I don't realize that those hard ones that you take. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> that... Okay, that you, okay, you, what? You, you can handle it. Like, <laughs> now, God has already endowed you with capacity Wait. for it. Yes, so that's what led to that statement. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he has put himself in and into another trouble with me. So, but, but, that, but that, that was where it came from because I was, I was wondering why did, why did I say that? As men, there are many things we imagine that we don't say. <laughs> for years. Ah. So, hmm. anyway, to the topic of the day, um, crisis, how do you manage crisis? I've had to counsel with people, really, where, there's like a switch, right? Where maybe on a Monday, for instance, everything is going on fine at home, they had a good laugh, and then on Tuesday or Wednesday, there is a switch, like, it's like, you wonder, is it the same couple that was, you know, um, lovey-dovey. Lovey-lovey. Yeah. Lovey what? Lovey-dovey. Oh. That's what we call it. Lovey dovey <laughs> on Monday. So we're thinking or we're looking at why does that happen? Because sometimes when a crisis erupts, some don't even know why or what to do. And that escalates much more. So what do you think? What, what well, are the reasons for that? I think one of the reasons would be unresolved, you know, conflict, unresolved issues, whereby, you know, things have been swept under the carpet. And maybe someone, one of the parties has been getting away with something he or she did over the weeks for a long time. And then it gets to a point where the other person says, you know what, I'm done. I'm done being the victim 
okay. here and something little can just happen, could happen and to just trigger. sparks off, you know, that enormous, gigantic, you know, fight. And, you know, sometimes you wonder that, okay, what could have caused this? Why did it have to be this big? But it's because of a lot of little, little things that hadn't been resolved, you know, um, Sometimes saying sorry, yes, it's, it's, it's okay to say really I'm sorry, but sorry. even apart from meaning the sorry, there are times when you don't just say sorry. There are times you need to really talk about why you're saying sorry or what happened. So it's not just about apologizing, but okay, this is why I did what I did, or this is how I felt when you did what I what when you did this. Talking about things and talking to res to a, a good resolution, not just talking and just moving on. You know, I think unresolved issues. Sweeping things under the carpet could, you know, cause some of these things. Yeah, you know? I, 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 I think we should dwell on that a bit more because uh, we've had our own experiences. And because when you see escalation of anything, it, that means there was a trigger. Something triggered it. And that means there was something that happened before. One or two things. It, it can't be just once. Maybe a minimum of two. You know, sometimes it could be five things that had happened that hadn't been resolved for so long. And there's an assumption that it has been resolved. So it's like, you know, your bed, you have some dirt under the somewhere there. You now use the duvet, you know, to just cover it up. That duvet can be very beautiful, but doesn't mean there are no debts there. So I, I, we want to encourage that uh, we don't gloss over matters. We talk it out. And for us men, it's a big deal. The major weakness of us men uh, is communication. We don't like to get into details. I still grapple with that. And I can imagine how uh, some men, you know, what how they struggle. We don't like to settle down and talk, you know. We we just want things to be... We are project-driven. We want answers immediately. And doesn't work that way. There has to be the working out some detailing. So please, when there is an opportunity to talk it out with your spouse, don't take it for granted. That thing you're taking for granted... You might find yourself talking about it in a uh, in a place where you never plan to talk about it because you will still have to talk about it. Yeah. So wisdom says you better you deal with it now because when it escalates, I have to go for therapy or go for counseling or go and report yourself somewhere. Those matters that you don't you don't want to talk about, we come up. So wisdom says, oh, why not deal with it now? Because you will have to deal with it someday. You could be talking about it with your own children. You know, I'm sure you've seen older people now in their 60s. Eh? now sitting with their children and I'll be talking. You know, you know it's very embarrassing. And so it's better to learn how to talk. Uh, it, it, it requires humility. It requires value for the other person so the person can express him or herself mm. in details. It doesn't mean you are wrong. Uh, I think it's the virtue of listening that will make um, the difference, yeah. you know. So I, I think, so if, that, so, so if you are listening and nothing has escalated, Praise the Lord. But if there are unresolved issues that is still hanging, find time to talk about it. Another thing, yeah. another thing I think, um, sometimes we think it's little, but sleep. Sleeping over things, or not even sleeping over things, just sleep. Like rest? Like rest. And I deal with it, yeah. Not, you know, the thing about, especially for us in this part of the world, Lagos, that we live in, there's stress. As you step out of the house, there's stress. And a lot of times we, it, it just keeps compounding. We keep living from day to day, day to day, day to day. And we don't know that it affects our emotions. So sometimes we just, when you have a good night's sleep. 
or a weekend of just staying indoors or just doing something that you know helps whatever it is your emotions just rest at the end of by the next day or the next moment the way you were seeing that issue just the perspective changes because you slept so i just want to encourage people at times it's not as it's not even as complicated i don't use the word complicated or as serious as you know talking things over but just resting so find time to sleep and sleep well um six hours if you can seven hours eight hours or a weekend out a night out just find time to rest from all the stress of work you know the stress in the city mental stress physical stress make sure you rest yeah rest <laughs> yeah because uh, from from for the men listening okay um, you underestimate the extent of a woman's emotions when the emotions are under pressure you gotta have to calm down if not you spoil everything and i a think women's emotions yes, women are more emotional but, we are, but we are men, logical. men, you know, sometimes we, we feel that men are not emotional. I didn't say that. No, I know. I know that. So I know that women are emotional. Women have hormones and all. However, in recent times, we've just rea we've been realizing that men are actually emotional. It's just that they don't know how to express the emotions. And they don't, they think they shouldn't express emotions. So they keep, they keep, you know, keeping the emotion until it gets to a point where they may not even lash out, but they're not okay. Uh, I know, but I'm saying that <laughs> the emotions of women are more I'm than not trying women. to, it's not a, a women against I men know, thing. But I'm just trying many, to bring it to the fore that men also... When we have our own emotions, because we are predominantly logical, even when we have emotional things, we're looking for the logical, like the solution, okay? It doesn't mean we know how to resolve it, you know? But a woman's emotion is so different and if a man understands that you you understand why your wife sometimes behave in a scorn way hmm. you know i mean we've had our own times thank god for the no way no i'm talking about now. <laughs> <laughs> what have i said now you're saying no way no, you can no, imagine no, if it was no. a, it's a serious matter now no, no way no 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 i'm not saying that so the way you're putting it it's almost like you're putting it on the wife no no i'm no no i'm saying a woman is more emotional or displays more emotion displays more emotion than the man man. Doesn't if mean it, it's wrong. I said displays. Yeah. So some so when that emotion is under intense pressure, it doesn't usually come out well. And I think a man should be understanding of that. And that's where leadership comes in in terms of patience and understanding. For the little I've observed in terms of even dealing with couples, when the woman's emotions under intense, I mean, it's like pregnancy. A woman doesn't get pregnant. Doesn't mean we don't have our own emotions. But when you are pregnant, uh, the first trimester, second trimester, of course, it's intense. So the, 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 the expressions of fatigue will be different. Now, if a man doesn't understand that, you now hear, you start hearing statements like, are you the first person that will get pregnant? You understand? Mm -hmm. Are you the first person that we have 10 kids? And all those statements is ignoramously is that correct? Mm -hmm. a statement from an ignorant man how can you be saying are you the first person that will get pregnant that pregnancy she doesn't even understand how she's feeling you understand so that's, that's what i'm trying to say so and, and for instance work i believe that the way a man responds to uh, work pressure it's not the same thing like a woman. There are, ex there are exceptions. So when a woman is pressured at work and the load is so much, the way the emotions will be expressed is even from you, man, that you are like, you know, in that kind of um, um, setting, you know. So that, that's what I'm saying. So, so when, when you notice that from your spouse, you need to calm down and first 
first pray for her. Don't be quick to respond logically like, are you the first person that will become a senior manager at work? Are you the first person that will be an executive? Are you the first person that will get pregnant? All those statements. Yeah, so I know, understand so. what you're saying, but I'm also trying to say, maybe speaking for the men as well. You're speaking for the men? Yes, okay. because um, there are times you said that men are logical, which is true. However, they are also emotional. We are all both Emotional, emotional and logical. Emotional bend, yeah. But the issue is, you said men are solution thinkers. Driven. 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 However, there are times when, and in a bit to find solutions to things, they, they are quick to, they don't get into the emo, their own emotions. That's what I'm trying to say. So I'm trying to say that even for the men, we're talking about conflict and why, you know, it gets to a point where both parties or either of parties just blows up when the things happen. I'm saying that for men too, there are times when men need to stop looking for solutions or try, stop trying yeah. to figure out, you know, a solution and maybe cry or maybe just express, you know what, I am tired. And it's not about finding a solution. And the woman can, you know, because women are also strong with even the logic in the sense that, you know what, this is not even a time to, this is the time to, Pick up my husband, support my husband. Well, because a man would always think that I'm the one, I'm the one that should help my wife, I'm the one, and he gets to the point where, you know, he has I, I, a... I was actually talking about what you mentioned about stress, like okay. the way we respond to stress. Okay. I, I agree. I mean, men, uh, especially the way we grew up, men have been told that if you express your emotions, you are a weak person. And many men still carry that um, um, wrong. Uh, uh, you know, um, mindset, yeah, that's the word, mindset. Uh, thank God Jesus wept, not even cried, <laughs> he wept. Uh, so if Jesus can weep, then you can weep. And then you can also laugh, because I've seen other cases whereby the man is not crying, you know, he's not also laughing. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah at home. And, you know, in fact, one of the things that helps your health is learning to express your emotions properly. Want to laugh, laugh. I mean, those who are close to me know that I can laugh out loud in church, in the office, and every time you giggle like that and you laugh, you, you are healthier. You know? And then when you feel like crying, cry. It doesn't have to be a cry of problems. Or it could be during worship. You know, don't stone your face like, you know, you express your emotions, you are healthier, you are better off when you do that. So we talked about that um, um, yeah, so stress. Uh, and then uh, another thing I noticed that affects some families, this is, I mean, some might not agree with me or with us, it's just spiritual attack. Yeah. There are times, and we're saying that from the, maybe from a clergy perspective, there are times when blessings are coming to a family. Some, when something is on the way, the enemy can pick it up. And the enemy tries to make people abort blessings. And one of the things that uh, will lead to that is strife unforgiveness yeah. and malice. Mm. So I've told people that anytime you notice unnecessary bickering and fighting with your wife or husband coming up, mm, be smart. Something big is on the way. Mm. Especially when it's like for no major reason. Mm. Just notice that, ah, what is all this? And that's where you must pray, okay? Uh, take authority over the situation and calm down. Mm. Um, when you see any building anywhere, and you see a lot of security personnel there, why are they there? There's so something there's they are guarding. Yeah. Okay? There's some place where you don't have any security person there. Why? Nothing to guard. Nothing to guard. 
So when you see demonic activity at times, reactions of Satan, ah, there's something at stake. So we need to overcome evil with okay. good. So please, when you notice that, so don't be in a hurry to always try to resolve the matter, you know, as a man. Pray. Ask Jesus to intercede for you and your wife. You know, uh, yeah, people don't understand that. But are there, are there signs, yeah. you know, whereby, you know, you can see that this conflict is becoming, is going to become a war in the next few days or next few hours. Is there other signs that couples should look out for? You know, um, I know that for me <laughs> and for us. For you. <laughs> uh, when I, when I, I get quiet, you know, I think you, you pick it up. Ah. I know. I think you know how to, when you, you see some things on my face. I don't know about that because I don't want to be manipulated, you know. So you're not be coming quiet so that I can pick things up. Uh, uh, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's just that we know each other. So you always know when, you know, um, I'm not happy. You know, so I think there are signs because we've been, of course, we're married for 20 years. So are there signs? We're married for 20 years, but we've been friends for 1993. How, how, how long is that? I can't calculate. <laughs> well, for those of us in the studio, how, how, how many years is that? 27. That's, 29. Almost 30 years. So that, that, that just dawned on me. It makes a lot of difference. Okay? Oh, yes. Because as she said, I, I, she picks up when I'm not happy. And I pick it up when she's not happy. And I think we should love people to that level. To that where when somebody is not okay, we should not pretend like it's not there. Mm. You know, we should not pretend like, you know, what is it again? Or oh, uh, that's a business or that's his business. That's rotten. That's rotten. Rottenness. You notice that your spouse is down. There must be something. You might have some justification, but there must be something. And I think it should bother you. You should. You should want to see the thing resolved. You might not even know how it's going to be resolved, but uh, being alive to that, being being understanding of that, will help. Because if the thing escalates, it's going to be more problematic. But. At the same time, none of us should now use that as a okay, as so, a manipulative tool that yeah. you know you now be looking like. Uh, but, the, but, well, you know, I'll just, while you're while you're talking, I was just thinking of you know situations whereby some some couples the reason why they get into that kind of you know comp tense um, issues and conflicts is because over. One party seems to be the only one that is always right, and it may be just yeah, it may be justifiably so. Where in different at different points, one of them is has the stronger point, or okay, is right, or she's right, and it goes on for a while. Unconsciously, even if the person is wrong, he wants to be right. He just feels that is it always every time? Am I the one always wrong? Hmm. You know, so I'm thinking, I don't know, I'm just trying to put this. I'm thinking that even there are times when in a home, even if you are right, hmm. you don't have to tell your partner. Yes. Which, or which home? You, <laughs> which home? No, I'm not. Uh, Continue. I'm not trying to say that. You just, you just, it's not every time that you have to be the one 
that is always right. Mm. You have to be the one that the person has to apologize to. You have to be the one that is receiving, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Even no, but, if... But, but yeah, yeah I, think, I think, yeah, that's true because we've had cases. I mean, we are privileged to counsel with people and she's trying to talk about a lot of things that we see happen, really. Even where, when we got married, for early years yes. of our marriage, it was the first five years. Yes, I like seem to always be wrong. <laughs> Yes, and I didn't like it as a man, especially when you feel you're always wrong, you're always wrong. Of course, the audience, everybody, you know, you know now. You, you know, know what? How can you, you, you know no, who was always, the, you no, were no. always the one that I was. Feeling that you have been, uh, you have been tagged as wrong doesn't mean, yeah. Sometimes it could be based on insecurities. I always, I always would. Defend yourself. And Is that what we are talking about? So you, no, early I days. About early days. Re, five, saying five I'm sorry years. to you. Uh, no. The first five no, years. The challenge then was when something goes wrong, you're always quick to defend yourself as, the, as this fear. And that in the bit to defend Which fear? Fear of what? Fear of being wrong. Mm -hmm. Sometimes not that somebody is wrong. There's always the fear of being wrong. Mm -hmm. It's different. So when you're afraid of being wrong, you now want to defend yourself. And in a bit to defend yourself, you complicate the matter. We, but we are better off. Okay? We are uh, we know we are better off. I, be, I believe we are better off because yeah. um, I've, I've learned to apologize. And I think. And listen, I think mm. the major issue for me was listening. Mm. The fact that, yes, something happened, but the other person has something to say. Allow the person talk. Yes. Allow the person yes. just hear from the person's perspective. Maybe you can understand why the person is acting the way they are yes. acting. Yes. Yes. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Very agree. <laughs> I agree. You know, we have different temperaments, you know, so. Um, <laughs> what are you trying to say? So, uh, understanding each other's temperaments. Yeah. And this is key. Um, when I'm taking my bath, for instance, there were times I went in to take my bath and I just came out and she, said, she now said, ah, I should go and take my bath. I've finished. <laughs> So she wonders, <laughs> you've taken your bath? Yes, because um, speed. <laughs> now, when she's taking her own bath, it's like swimming, <laughs> like a fish swimming. So we're different. So when we talk about, so when you understand each person's strengths and weaknesses, you also know how to, you know, present things, when to present things, so that um, you don't, because the challenge at times is trying to make somebody who they are not. Mm. is going to be a problem at the mm. end of the day. You understand? Uh, and and we, we, we will not stop talking about the issue of temperament, upbringings, because all those things come to play. And that's why scripture talks about wisdom in dealing with people, whether your boss in the office, even your friends, even the children, all those things come to play. Even your children, some of them, you have to be, you, when you want to talk to them, you need, you can, there's a child, you can take your, to take the whole day to talk to the child and to walk out. But if you try to another child, the child won't get anything because the makeup of that person does not fit that feeding. So if you now try to say, no, I want him to listen, I have to listen, you are, you, are, you are missing it. You have to understand the person. So listening is the principle, but how do you engage the person? Okay, you understand? So that, I think yeah. uh, before we round off, I will just you know, talk about myself. Um, I think for me, what, what affects me, or what leads me to you know, times Escalation, when yeah, is... There are two things. For me, is stress. stress uh, when yeah. I'm tired, I've, when I'm stressed out, I've not had time to rest, and it keeps going back to back, back to back. The second thing is spirituality. Mm. And we talked about it, but what the, I'm talking about, you know, times when I don't have time to pray like I want to, or I've not been able to study like I want to. 
it shows up. I get cranky. Um, things that I would usually be patient with or overlook, I don't overlook it because I know that I'm not growing. So that really affects me, you know, and I think I would like to, you know, encourage people that, you know, that illustration you give that when you press a bottle, whatever is inside is what comes out, you know. So pressure would always come from different places, even from your home, your spouse, but what's, what you're filled with is what comes out when you're pressured. So if you're not filled with, you know, love, which is from the Holy Spirit, with patience, with kindness, you know, that's not what, yeah. what whatever you have on your inside is what spills out. Yeah, I hope we're listening. That's the major thing, spirituality, because uh, if you don't pray as a person, your flesh will take over your, your day. I want to encourage us one hour per day, pray in the night, because... One the, hour. Per day? One hour. Yes. I mean, you can split it that one hour. 30, into, 30, fine. Into 10, fine. 10 minutes if you want to. Fine, but pray because yeah. uh, the way days go, you don't know which attacks are coming. You don't know what. And if you are not prepared, it can be devastating. Please. For me, um, when I, if I look back, when things want to escalate in me like a volcano, it's either maybe when I am. Maybe, one, maybe a lady is trying to distract me outside, like mm -hmm. temptation. And then, of course, I'm warding that off. And then for whatever reason, we're not, we're not making love at home. Uh, hey, hey, hey. This is a new topic. <laughs> hey. Are you serious? <laughs> so when the temptation... Hey! When the temptation is there, of course, you know, you, you are warding that off. Mm. Wait, no, see, I'm interested. Uh, that's why, uh, I went uh, that's to why I'm saying it interestingly. Oh, yeah, see. No. <laughs> so, and then maybe at home, we've not made love, you know. So sometimes the anger of, do you know what I'm battling? Oh and then you God. are not happy. So that can be there. So any other thing happens, that's not the problem. That's, that's, that's. You have brought in another, another tweet that's, tweet. That's, so that's, can that's we what talk? happened that Monday. <laughs> oh, that my Monday. God. Is that, is it Monday? And that was oh on that Monday. Goodness. Okay, guys, we'll see you next episode. We are not going anywhere. <laughs> we'll see you next episode. Uh, God bless you. We pray for grace to stay strong, that our homes will be better than that of our parents, and God will supply us plenty of cash. More money in Jesus' name. Bye. <laughs>
marriage. And we looked at um, unresolved issues as one of the major reasons. And then stress. A lot of people just are just stressed. And when you're stressed, you don't think straight. So you need to know how to manage stress. And then spirituality. Uh, God is the one that puts things together. If you and God are not in good shape through koinonia or fellowship, things will scatter. So praying, very important. And then other things we also said, I think you should listen to this. It's going to bless you. Hi, my name is Bimbo David. Um, welcome again to Conversations. We're talking about um, crisis and conflicts in marriage. We dealt with um, why couples that seemingly love each other, lovey-dovey, and then all of a sudden they hate each other seemingly. So we dealt with um, unresolved issues, spirituality. We dealt with unresolved issues, spirituality, stress. And of course, trust my husband, he added a twist of, sexual intimacies and how it affects him so you want to you want to tune in and watch this episode thank you